everyone, welcome um, to another episode of the GCS Connect Leader Series. I'm here with Mike Burke today. Uh, he's the MD of BOE Veritronics, uh, which is one of the leading display manufacturer in the world, and we'll find out more about them. Uh, great to have Mike Will today, 30 years in the electronics industry. The electronics and manufacturing industry is something that GCS works in very closely, both in terms of device, electronics, and it's great to have a real leader in the industry on the, on the podcast today. Just to kind of quickly introduce, so GCS is a technology uh, and engineering recruiter. Um, the GCS Connect is our way of building up a community of expert talent in the companies, of which uh, BOE is definitely one. And the leader series is where we get leaders from our network to kind of come in and talk about business, technology, innovation, um, and uh, being a leader. So Mike, hopefully that's a good enough uh, introduction to yourself. Um, take us through a little bit about what you do um, and your kind of background, a little bit about BAE, so BOE. I'll try not to say BAE, <laughs> BOE, um, in terms of what you guys do and what you do within the business. Okay, so uh, hi David. Um, so BOE is a very large Chinese uh, display manufacturer. Mm. Uh, when we say display, we're talking about liquid crystal displays, OLED displays. Um, yep. They are the world leader, they're the largest manufacturer um, with the kind of largest market share in all the major markets. So sure. BOE as a whole company, uh, all the factories are in China and they're supplying every every kind of application from mobile phones, TVs, laptops, tablets, all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Uh, I work for, and I run the European part of BOE, which okay. is BOE Veritronics. Yep. So I look after six European offices um, where BOE Veritronics is the kind of specialist part of BOE, hmm. where we are uh, probably 70% of our business is automotive. So we're putting hmm. screens into cars for, sat nav uh, cruise control uh, sorry uh, cl uh, clusters sat nav clusters yep. that kind of thing uh, and our other uh, the other part of our business is primarily industrial medical different markets okay. so we're not in europe we don't have many mobile phone manufacturers and things like that yeah. so we are focused more on the kind of more of the specialist behind it yeah okay that's, that's interesting it's obviously a very kind of big growth market and I think when we were talking before, you know, the way that displays uh, are now linking in with much more kind of, you know, high tech software, that sort of thing is, is a really big move for you. And I guess you guys have to, to really adapt to that. Thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so when I started in the industry in 91, uh, yeah. you said an LCD, you were talking about a little kind of black and white, very small mm. display, the kind of thing you saw in calculators and watches. Yeah, uh, and then throughout the '90s, we started to see what we call TFTs, color LCDs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the first laptops appeared with with a with an L, uh, a color LCD in it, mm -hmm. and then it's kind of progressed from there. Um, we, in the automotive side of things, if you go back to the '90s, cars had maybe a small little monochrome uh, display, and yeah. uh, and nowadays, you know, if you look at any car, the screens are huge. They're getting yeah. Um, it's it's critical uh, for controlling the car. So if you look at car manufacturers, especially the electric vehicles mm. in the future, that the screen controls everything in the car. Uh, it gives yeah. you all the feedback, so it's kind of safety critical. Um, but it is um, something that 
has become a lot more important. So we're not. Yeah, so it's really going to be like a steering wheel and a screen, isn't it? Really, that's probably how it will end well, up. If you're looking, you... yeah, if you're looking some, yeah. <laughs> some cars at the moment, uh, I'm not a massive fan, but I've seen one particular brand that's quite well famous, and they literally have a steering wheel and a great big screen. Um, yeah, yeah. The screen does everything. The screen does yeah. everything. So, so yeah. I'm we... just trying try to think now of things you would actually, you couldn't really do so easily on the screen. So I guess, you know, indicators might be quite tough. But you guess they get that on the... Um, yeah, I mean, the, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean the, the, the idea with the automotive market is that in the future, that the cars will be able to pretty much drive. drive yeah, that's right. Um, so the screens maybe would be more in, uh, about giving you information, maybe entertainment, feeding you news, that kind of stuff. So yeah, whether that's that all, really comes, I don't know. But yeah, that's all very exciting, and the display becomes even more important, which is obviously good for your business. But let's let's, let's wheel it back a, a little bit to, to kind of the start. So, as a leader, you know, um, what, what are the kind of key kind of business challenges that you've had to overcome? I mean, we are very aware that the last twelve months has been very challenging. So that's one of the reasons why we're talking to leaders with more experience to say this isn't obviously the first challenge you've had to overcome. But what are the key ones and how do they match together, do you think? Um, for me, for me personally, uh, I've, I've working in this industry, uh, all of our um, manufacturing has always been in Asia. So, so for the first 15 years of my life, I worked in distribution where I was working with suppliers in Japan and Korea and Taiwan. Uh, and then for the last 15 years working for BOE Veritronics, then I'm actually working for the manufacturer. And one of the, the biggest challenges is the, the, the distances between everybody. Mm. So it's quite, it's quite interesting that obviously COVID last 12 months has been very tough, very difficult for everybody. And, and uh, communication has been really key. So everybody is now reverting to what we're doing. The, whether it's uh, video conferencing or a lot more phoning and mm. emails and things like that. Actually, that's been my life for the last 30 years. You know, look, yeah. I've already, I'm already pretty used to that. So yeah. because I, I also, I manage a team of people in six different countries in Europe. Mm. Uh, again, I'm, I'm trying to lead, I'm trying to uh, uh, motivate these people. I'm trying to um, guide these people and they're all in different countries. And I'm trying to get um, the, uh, people in our, our Hong Kong. Hong Kong is like a head office for part. We have two head offices, one in Hong Kong, one in Beijing. Most of the time I'm talking to Hong Kong and they're kind of the, the window to all of our factories. Mm. So I'm trying to, to lead and motivate people in Hong Kong, 6,000 miles away. Yeah. Uh, and I could be working on a project that's in Germany and be manufactured in Germany. That's my customer could be mm. developed in France. So I've got my team in Paris and I've got my team in Munich and I've got my team in Hong Kong. So we've been doing this, you know, for a long time, but it's, I think what, what I've, you know, found talking to people um, who are not used to working from home, who are used to going into an office, you know, mm. if you're the MD of a company or a CEO of a company, you're used to going into an office and then summoning people maybe into your office. Yeah, that's right. Well, we we were just saying that um, if you're watching this on the video, this I'm in the office today. And if you've been watching this over the last year, you probably realise it's the first time I've been in the office for quite some time. So um, it was interesting. And one of the things that was interesting is actually one of our investors is here today and we had a team meeting. So we had to do a team meeting that was split over people in the office and people on video call, which is actually... That, that broke us in terms of technology. We, we found that completely impossible to do. So, so yeah, I think we, we've all decided we're going back to our houses now for the future. <laughs> yeah, 
So we've been we've been trying to do that because we we often have meetings where we'll have a bunch of people in our boardroom. In fact, every Thursday morning we have a mm. bunch of people in the boardroom in Hong Kong. Maybe twenty people there. We have yeah. Mike in across Europe. So maybe another another twelve people, you know, dialing in. Everybody from yeah. with with people in the office, and then they may get people from one of the factories to join. So we, yeah, we've been doing that. But that that I think for us, we're lucky that we're kind of kind of set up to do that. But yeah. For a lot of leaders, that's really tough. It's I bet you've got some access to some fantastic display screens that can help you with that. Really <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> I wish. Like, like floor length ones or something like that. Hey, like actually, yeah, the video conferencing system in, uh, in, in Hong Kong, which is, yeah, I think they, they put you on a projector actually because it's like almost the whole wall. So, uh, wow, fantastic. Yeah, you can see. Yeah, yeah. You, well, there's, not about, there's not a lot of point in being like the leading display manufacturer in the world if you haven't got all the best displays. Yeah, the best displays. and and you know obviously this is a this is something that probably is i mean talk about overcoming challenges i'm assuming with the the drive of video it's been easier to overcome these challenges in the last few years and you've been able to build up much better relationships as technology has caught up with what you need to do yeah i mean normally what so so normally as a company i'm talking to my team uh, on video calls anyway, and, and I'm on the yeah. phone anyway because they're, they're spread all over the world. So, mm. so that side of it's pretty normal. The last 12 months, the, the difficult part has been that all of our customer meetings have been the same. So yeah. in the past, I'd get in my car or I'd jump on a flight and I'd be in Paris or I'd be in, in, uh, in Germany or in Italy and I'd go and visit the customer. We'd sit and talk about the project. We'd be in a room face to face. We're, the, the challenge in the last 12 months is that nobody is in the office. Everybody's working from home. We still have all these projects going on. And so the, 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 the challenge is how do you cover so much in, when you're sat in front of a laptop and you're not in the same room and you're dealing with, for me, I'm dealing with multiple languages or right, yeah. speaking English, but it's not real English. If you know what I mean, mm. it's, it's always their second language. Um, and so, so that, that in itself is has been quite tricky. I'm actually looking forward to to traveling again. I used to hate traveling. I used to say, "Oh my God, I'm, I'm in another airport because I did it." So yeah. Much. And now <laughs> the idea is great. I think, well, yeah, that's like right. Yeah, and, and yeah, you can actually face to face really kind of go into depth with people. It, it yeah, allows think, you to I see think, a whole new thing about human beings. Really, yeah, I think it's really important. I think the the face to face part of it. You, you can't do business by uh, by email. You can't do do business. You know, businesses don't do business uh, with two computers talking to each other. It's all about yeah. people. It's all about um, reacting quickly and talking quickly mm-hmm. and, and getting through subjects. We can we can talk about something in a bo- in, in a meeting with a customer, and we can cover so many topics in one hour. It, it's it's not so easy to to do the same thing uh, through a video call. Um, it, it just doesn't flow quite as easily. So that that has definitely been a, a, a challenge for us. Just to mute myself out. And and I think for yourself, obviously, you know, those communications, what, what would you say, like dealing with these different teams over different periods, are, are some, some key rules you've got to overcome those those kind of global team challenges as it were? Okay, so so um, I always say and I've, I've said this for 15 years you know yeah. <laughs> always said that our our um our biggest weakness is communication because i sure okay i think i think it's the biggest weakness of most companies i think it's yeah. it's uh 
if you're really good at communicating, you're going to get a lot done. You, things are going to go a lot better, a lot, you know, uh, smoother. And, I, and I've always actually, however good I, uh, we are doing communicating, I always think we can do better. So communication, and it is critical for, for me and, and for my team in particular, because we, we go out to Asia two, three, four times a year. The rest of the year, we're reliant on on sending stuff, either telephone calls or video calls or emails. Emails, yeah. So 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 communication is is really 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 important, mm. and I think more important nowadays. You know, it's more important to uh, because because not only we're we doing that internally, we're also having to do that with our customers, and I'm, yeah. I'm not able to just go to to a meeting in in. Switzerland or something and, and talk to the customer I need to to be able to communicate really well so I think that uh, the challenge something that that if you do a job like me and you're looking after uh, multiple um, offices in different countries mm. you need to remember also that uh, even though they may speak perfect English yeah there is subtle there are subtle differences and you need to be really clear I think that uh, a good leader is always understood by everybody. I think okay. you start yep. using very complex language and you start, uh, and we're, we're, we're in a technology company, you know, we're, we're talking about very technical issues, but if you start using uh, very complicated language or slang, English slang language, yeah. then you lose people. And you, yeah. know, you know when you're in a meeting room because you see their eyes and you can see... Yeah, yeah they get a bit bored or whatever. You know, well, yeah, you, you, or yeah. they have that little frown of, oh, what mm. does he mean? You know, they, you, you can tell because you're face-to-face. -face. But when you're, when you're communicating in the way we have to communicate at the moment, then you, you can lose that. So I speak, when I'm speaking to anyone in Europe, I kind of mm. slow down and yeah. I'm very clear and I'm, I'm making sure that I'm, I'm getting a response... Uh, mm. So, you know, communication is is, is definitely... Uh, Brilliant. That's really good. Fantastic. And then kind of going forward for yourself, you know, you talked about, you know, the new business environment, which probably isn't as new for you as anything else. But, you know, how do you see, like, you know, any changes in your personal strategy or focus over the next 12 months? You know, do you, do you feel that there's going to be a real change for yourself or do you think you will get back to normal quite quickly? Well, I'm really keen to to get out there again. I enjoy mm. I enjoy you know going to the meetings. I enjoy getting really uh, involved in the projects and meeting the customers and building the relationships. So, mm. for me, my my I suppose you could say my strategy is to try and get back to what we were doing before to a degree. Mm. Um, I know that the, the, at the moment we're all stuck working from home and you know we're, we're about to come out of lockdowns and then even when we do, there'll be certain rules and criteria, yeah. there'll be limitations. But I think that we've, we've, I've already kind of adapted over the last 12 months to, to working, instead of working a couple of days a week from home to working pretty much five days a week from home. Yep. Um, my teams are doing the same, but I, I do need to spend time. So even even with the guys that work for me, you know, forget customers for a moment. The 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 teams that work for me in the other countries, I need to spend. I need to give them some personal time. I need to yeah. spend time with them. Make sure they're okay. Make sure that their families are okay. And that yeah, you know, yeah. That, those things, those chats you have when you're driving from one meeting to the next, and you say, hey, yeah. Yeah, you know, how's your wife? How's your kids? Doing? Yeah, that kind of stuff. So. So I, I will be definitely out there again and, and traveling and making sure those relationships are there. 
I, I also am quite sensitive to the the small. Do you think uh, you'll have to um because you've? Do you think you'll have to over like do it more now to kind of make up for what's been missed, or do you think it's? Um, I think that we will. We'll, do you think it's been some sort of disconnect over the last twelve months? Yeah, you'll need yeah. To kind I of think, resurrect. I think what I'd love to do is get my whole team in Europe together and just spend a couple of days together you know just get yeah. everything together because yeah talking on on video calls and conference calls using all the different you know uh, technology that's available is is okay but it's not the same it's not the same yeah. as sitting and having a beer together in the evening and having a chat and, and yeah. so that that's important you know it's 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 all about the people so the one the one thing that I suppose my strategy uh, once once we get past COVID is is to, as you say, kind of rebuild those those relationships. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think now is the time when you know you, you know who who are the good guys and you know who who are the really good guys because mm. you know with everybody working from home it's easy for people to kind of hide. But of course, yeah. in my position, I can see that very clearly. You know, who's hiding? Yeah. Who's not pulling mm. the way? Uh, so when you see those people who are really putting in the extra effort, then you know, yeah. I want to reward those guys. I want to go. Yeah, for sure. No, totally. And for business leaders, what do you think are the main priorities going forward over the next 12 months, you know, in the actual business world itself? Uh, okay, so we've got two things. Obviously, we, we, we've, we've got the rebuilding things of COVID. Everybody's been hit by COVID. Every industry has yeah. been hit to some degree by COVID. And so, you know, we, we, we have to uh, help our, we personally have to help our customers rebuild. All of my customers are trying to get their factories up and running again, and they're gonna make sure that uh, we can supply products. So the, the, the difficult challenge I have right now is that the, um, the consumer electronics market, mm. which isn't really Europe, it's mainly Asia, uh, yeah. booming. So we have a lot of shortages. We have a lot of problems with components. And so I've got to fight for my customers here in Europe. So my my automotive or my industrial customers or my medical customers, you know, the, the guys, the, the uh, typical manufacturing in Europe, they're smaller. Yeah. They need my support. So, so they need me to, to fight for allocation of key components to make sure that when their, their orders are coming back and their factories are back online, that then I'm going to make sure that I'm not going to let them down on supply. So, so that, that's one issue. So that's, yeah. that's a kind of the hot challenge at the moment. Is, is So is that, so what you're saying is obviously because, maybe display machines are made out there in the far east that that but also the actual big manufacturers of consumer electronics that they would probably get those yeah those so, items so, faster so that the household names for i'm not going to mention any brands yeah. but for for yeah. mobile phones and laptops and tvs mm -hmm. and all those guys they're doing very well you know everybody's yeah. got laptops and, and mobile phones and desktop monitors yeah. and things like that so those guys at the moment are soaking up, you know, they're, they're, they're booming. They're soaking up a lot of the, the key components that we need when we're making a display, whether it's an LCD yeah. or OLED. And so therefore there are shortages, you know, with the, nobody's getting hundred percent of what they need. So mm -hmm. I need to make sure that those big giant electronic uh, uh, manufacturers, those household names are not kind of killing my smaller customers in Europe. So, so my challenge you know, over the next few months is to fight like hell and make sure that I uh, I, I get what I need. For yeah, my, and I guess they're business. not always going to be smaller. Like, if, I don't know if you're talking about an aerospace client or whatever, it's probably smaller at the moment. But well, well like the, the thing is... months down the line, yeah, they're going to be I, big again. The, the thing is, we, <laughs> when you look at the electronics industry, 
We are supplying, if you, if you just take our automotive customers, we supply everybody, mm. supply every car manufacturer. So uh, cars, trucks, motorbikes, everything. Wherever you see a screen, there's a good chance it came from us. If you look at those big brand names, the, the cars yep. we drive, you think they are really big companies. And if we put them on production stop, it's a disaster. But actually, yep. the volumes in automotive are tiny compared to mobile phones. Yeah, I guess so, yeah, cost. yeah. So although you've got very big, maybe some big German brand car makers, in mm. the scheme of things, they're very small compared to the mobile phone makers. Yeah, for the value, the value of the product. So the value of their sales. product, the value yeah, of a car yeah. is very uh, high. But yeah, they, you yeah. know, and the no value of a plane is even higher, but they only sell 100 planes as opposed to a million Correct. laptops or a phone. Correct. Mobile so so yeah. if you take a mobile, mobile, some of the mobile phone mm. manufacturers are buying 100 million displays a year from us. Yeah. Yeah, million a year. With car manufacturers, the biggest ones are only buying between one and two million displays a year. So yeah, you know we're no nowhere near. We're a hundred times smaller. Even though, of course, every car is maybe fifty, hundred, you know, between fifty and hundred thousand euros. Mm. Yeah, yeah every mobile phone. You don't really, you don't really think about that, do you? But I guess it's it's a it's a key thing. Like it's the kind of economies of scale and you know, different types of devices and. Yeah. You know, you have to you have to play those games, and and you strike me as quite a kind of you know positive guy, right? You know, when yes. we've spoken before. But what's yeah. your what's your biggest advice for sales leaders going into this this time ahead? From what you've seen, you've been through ups and downs of different types of things. What what what, what are you saying to to sales leaders to? Okay. What, okay. What's your well, attitude to have? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say the B word. <laughs> okay. I mentioned yeah. the B word. So so the the other challenge that we have is is recovering from the whole Brexit scenario. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, what, what I would say there, yes, I am a very positive person. I'm very optimistic, uh, mm. very self-motivated. I think all leaders are self-motivated and self-driven. And I think if you're a good leader, you have to be self-motivated and you have mm. to be positive and driven. Otherwise, how the hell will the rest of the company follow you if you are putting your head in your hands going, oh, it's doom and gloom. You've got to stay positive and you've got to convey that that positiveness in a way across and, and the challenge now is how do you bring your your personality and your positiveness to all of the people who work for you when you're not in the same room when no, you, that's right you have to do it through through what we're doing now you have to be in touch you have to communicate much better um i mentioned the b word because one of the challenges is uh, for the uk in particular we we need to rebuild the the uk brand so yeah. there is a lot of confusion. Um, and when I'm talking, and I'm talking to you every single day, every single day I'm, I'm yeah. on conference calls. Mm. Yeah, uh, me too. Yeah. yeah, In different countries. And so, I, and of course I have all the people who work for me in Europe are my friends. They've worked for me for years. So yeah. I know what Europe thinks of the UK, probably better yeah. than most people. Mm. And the problem is the, the, the politicians are getting in the way of, of our, our business in a way. Mm, you've, got to, yeah. you've got to ignore that. My advice to all the business leaders, especially if you're a British company and you want to sell your, or continue selling your products outside or into Europe or whatever, is first of all, ignore the politicians, mm. ignore what they're doing and yeah. don't get caught up in that. Secondly, uh, ignore the, the media, ignore the press. We all mm. have mobile phones that flash up with the latest bad news of the day. You know, it's... Yeah, yeah. Nobody, shame you can't switch that off and say just want good news. 
I know. I wish I could. I, I, I wish I could. He could do it on, foot, could do it on football, like my, my football team. I only want to hear when my football when team scored a goal. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't want to hear about <laughs> Exactly. And that, and that is really bad. I mean, I, I, I know we need freedom of speech, but the media are actually responsible for conveying uh, kind of all this bad news constantly out to people. And it's it goes mm. to our customers. It goes to our staff. It goes to us. We can't be affected by that. We've got to take everything you read with a pinch of salt. You've got to take, I take the positives out of anything I see. When I see yeah. something that's negative. So the whole Brexit scenario and all the fake stuff that was going around, I could see through it because I am I was in and out of Europe every day. So I, I know the yeah. truth. Uh, all of the, 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 the uh, doom mongering and, oh, it's a disaster is rubbish. You know, so people need to, Stay very, very positive. You need to consider that. Yeah, you need to adapt. Like we've, like people have adapted with COVID. You know, you have to find adaptations. And, you know, like yes, uh, compliance or politicians or anything can put like, you know, problems in your way. You have to jump over them and work I, out. That's I, what I a leader does. It. I just ignore yeah. it. So I get, I get yeah. somebody will, will get a, a news flash of something. Oh my God, look mm. at that! They phone me, and yeah. oh, what does this mean? And I just say, I say, ignore it. Move on. Yeah. You can't That's do anything right. about it anyway. Move on and plan and just focus on the positive stuff. Don't get don't yeah. get dragged down by the negative. Just stay on the positive. That's right. And, and and different industries are affected in different ways. Like you mentioned medical. I'm sure that I don't know, but maybe kind of I'm assuming medical has been quite a good kind of business for you yeah. in the last yeah, you know, 12 medical, months. Medical you don't want to jump up and down and say, brilliant, that's because obviously of COVID, but at the same time for yourselves, it's you know, automotive and probably aerospace has been bad, but medical's probably been very good, right? So yes. you just switch yes i mean last year we in europe i ended up at 81 percent of my target um but the automotive market was probably at maybe 75 percent of where it should have been so i was at kind of ahead of the curve because we've got medical customers and we've got other industrial customers who weren't yeah. affected at all so yeah, exactly. it's also important to spread your 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 risk as well you know to make sure mm. that you're not reliant on just a couple of really big one revenue stream yeah yeah and that's that there's the whole thing i mean a lot of people that leaders we've spoken about this podcast all about adaptation and being ready and knowing what's going to happen and i think that's really really key so we talked there about innovative technology i mean how do you think like the, the what your company and what the industry can provide to can help companies and products evolve in the future how you mean in terms of what we're developing now and how will that yeah. help other people? So, I mean, for yeah. the automotive market, then the, the car manufacturers have to convince us to buy a new car. Okay. Cars right. pretty much look the same. They're all going electric for sure. Yeah. Everything's going electric. We all know that, you know, in five years, you know, every, everything's going to be yeah. electric. Um, but I spend a lot of time talking directly with car manufacturers about the kind of designs of the new cars and mm. they tell me what, what they're coming up with. And they're, they're, they want you to want the new car. Same as mobile phones. All, all of our customers, mm. why, do you, why do you upgrade from uh, your old phone to a new phone? Because it does something. Either has a bigger, better screen or it yeah. has some functionality or a higher resolution. Why do you change your TV? Because it yeah. has a high resolution image quality looks better. So mm. in the displays world, we're responsible for that. You know, we're always developing new technologies and we've got, you know, we've got something very new that's coming in the near future, which will change things a lot. Um, so from, from I was just going to say, Mike, to my side, sorry to be cheeky, but usually it's because I've broken the display. <laughs> so I get a new phone. So well, you, know, you, you can know. make up a phone that doesn't break. You're actually, the screen. You, know that, you know that we can make uh, OLED screens which are made out of plastic. They don't break. Right. 
you'd, you'd have yeah. to be going some to actually break it. But the my latest phone here yeah. is yeah. an OLED screen. It's the latest from a certain brand, and it is yeah. an OLED screen. But they have a piece of glass on top of it. Right. I'm not quite sure why. I think the screen is fully flexible. It's if you look at an mm. OLED screen when you look at the screen on its own, it's like a piece of paper. It's fully flexible. Right. Okay. Made out of plastic and flexible, you can drop it. You're not going to damage it. You know, it's 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 fine. But the electronics behind it, which we don't make, uh, are yeah. not. So yeah. Moment, yeah. What's the point in having a fully flexible screen if everything that's behind it is isn't fully flexible? No, it's yeah. It's very interesting, isn't it? So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's that's usually why I changed my phone because I've dropped it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, okay. And and so so kind of moving forward, it's it's really about kind of you know adapting that as, as people are innovating their products, keeping your yeah, your exactly. products up to speed with it. Exactly. So so they're looking for what is the latest. So I'm 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 particularly interested in in I'm a technology guy anyway, so I'm always in, I'm an early adopter. So if something new comes yeah. out, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, oh, I want that. And yeah. uh, I've I've always been like that. So I'm particularly interested. So so in 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 BOE Veritronics, so in in this part of the company, we mm. are uh, the small kind of specialist part. So we're not generally dealing with your big mobile phone and laptop manufacturers. And mm. um, but what we are doing is we're looking at the technology that's being developed in, in Asia and we're looking out for, and one of my jobs is, is when I travel out there is to look out for what is what is coming, what's on the horizon. Yeah. So that I can tell my customers and, and I can say, hey, and I'm working on projects right now, this morning, you know, on something that it will have a real wow factor for actually for, for a British car manufacturer. And yeah, that's, that's amazing. That out, people will say, wow, I've never seen anything like that. So. It's, it's we're always developing stuff um mm. we can we can do technology demonstrators which will blow your mind that you look at it and say yeah. that's incredible but then you've got to make it commercially viable you know you can't have a yeah. screen that costs twenty thousand pounds you know it's, it's insane you know so you you have to have a combination of something that you can make that is wow and then at the same time it's got to we've got to be able to manufacture it in high volume at a price that people can afford. So we're always kind of working on that. And one of the things I miss in not traveling for the last 12 months is going out to like our Beijing office, yeah. going behind the scenes with the scientists when they take me around the, the yeah. labs and they start showing me stuff saying, hey, what do you think? Yeah. And, and, the, tech, and the tech conferences and, and that sort of thing. And yeah, and I, guess, and I guess as well, like you were saying about the laptops and that sort of thing, the way they have much quicker product cycles don't they so i guess they have to be more innovative so you take that Absolutely. when there's slower it's, product it's cycles, a constant race yeah yeah it's, it's, i mean the certain the certain we've got some customers that we've been supplying for 20 years the same display 20 years yeah. because the display does what they want the, 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 the yeah, yeah. is just, just sometimes you have like the safety critical elements like you said like a, a plane you can't really mess about with it too much because correct basically the display has to be medical devices critical. are the same yeah. so if you if yeah. we design in like a 12 inch screen for a, some kind of portable medical device say a respirator or something like that yeah. then uh they can't redesign that regularly because they have to go through approvals that cost millions, yeah millions yeah of dollars. yeah so so for, they just want me to supply the same thing for the next 10 years. Whereas car manufacturers want something for about three to five years on average. Yeah. And then yeah. they want to refresh and they want to put something new and better. They always want to move up the scale. Um, some industrial customers have gone from little monochrome LC. I mean, some of our customers, they buy a full color display, a full color TFT display. And when they went from the old monochrome display and we said, 
why why are you going to the display what, what's it adding what's it giving you and actually the engineer said nothing really it just looks better for our marketing so they said yeah the mono the mono display was perfectly fine and gave the information you need because it's a simple device but by having a color display when they put their, their they do their marketing of their product it just looks better hmm. it's like you know you wouldn't buy a mobile phone nowadays with a with a passive mono display like the old nokia phones no one would buy that because you just expect to have a color nowadays so and and so yeah we've just got to keep technology moving all the time we've just got you to get worried moving. about like kind of voice and that sort of thing you know obviously oh, when i speak uh, voice so when i speak to my alexa there's no there's no display right now i know alexa isn't perfect and but i, I have a alexa has no display so do you ever get worried about that and think you know, you there might a come to a day where there's there's no there's the the, the 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 interaction is through voice, so therefore you don't need to display as opposed to your fingers. Okay, so so we've had the capability to use our voices in cars for fifteen, maybe twenty years. I think yeah. I had a BMW about twenty years ago that that I could uh, use my voice to make phone calls and things like that. Yeah. I still don't use voice in my car. No, no. One no. of the biggest problems with voice is um, if you're if you're reliant on on stuff, you then you've got background noise. Mm. So you've always got. I mean, they're trying to put it more and more in cars that you can speak to the car and the car speaks to you. But a lot of devices, if you've got background noise, then it upsets the 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 the. It doesn't work so well. Or it doesn't mm. hear you. Even you know, as you say, Alexa. Even yeah. when you're using Alexa devices, how many times do you have to repeat what you want? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, it, loads. And and people it, like it, screens. You know, I'm I'm not yeah. worried about that technology. That's just an enhancement. No. People yeah. actually people like screens. People like bigger TVs. They want they expect to see yeah. a screen. If you get in a car and it's got tiny little screens, you feel yeah. like you're cheated. Nowadays, That's you, right. you expect to see a big screen. That and technology is advanced. Yeah, I mean, if you buy a TV and it's got... They're not, they're not going to get smaller, are they? Oh, yeah. No. And, and within your particular area, the last question I was going to ask is obviously on the recruitment basis. That how do you see the kind of talent landscape like happening within electronics, particularly really within within sales and, you know, the types of people you're talking about, positive communicators, you know, that can adapt to this world. How, how do you see that progressing? Okay, so I can give you a good example. So sure. uh, it, it, we used you recently. Uh, last year, we recruited yep. uh, a, young, a young guy. I, I, I told your team exactly what I was looking for. Yeah. I a young guy who had very good uh, communication skills, very yeah. good uh, yeah. at um, social media, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so the kind of guy that uh, can jump on a computer and if I want to get a message out someone, you know, he's going to know how to do that and the right kind of uh, mindset. So in terms of our, our industry in the, in the electronic sales, where we are manufacturing in Asia, flying in Europe, firstly, great communicators. And of course, the whole lockdown, the whole COVID situation has made that more evident. So, you know, the old fashioned sales guys that go knocking on doors, door to door, you know, they will struggle and, and including the leaders, you know, I, I know a lot of uh, MDs and CEOs don't even don't uh, don't even know how to use their mobile phone. Certainly yeah. would have been struggling with, with Zoom and, and Teams and all these different uh, things. So that, you know, the going forward, I think a lot of people 
some companies will be doing a lot more working from home anyway. I think that would yep. just be a, a fact. So um, for, for people in my position, they they definitely have to embrace the technology. Catch up. Exactly. They need to know what they're using. They need to, if they don't really, if they're not really into technology and they're not running, you know, I'm lucky I work in the technology sector, but if they're working in a totally different sector and it's not familiar for them to sit in front of a laptop from home, you know, then if they're really struggling to get themselves on a course of some kind and, and, and mm. get their skills up, because that I think is, is the future. I think this whole, uh, and, and with the, some of the technology we're developing, that's going to become more and more, you're going to be, the whole yeah. communicating from home and, and video yeah. things is, is technology is, um, is really coming into our lives a lot. And so yeah. you, you've got to embrace it. If you want to be a leader of a company, you've got to embrace it because you, you need it to communicate with, with all the people who work for you. And that's right. And that's, and that's how, you know, the people, the new talents and stuff, you, you know, you have to, to keep up with, with the world as opposed to the world has to kind of come back to your level. I think. Exactly. And that's why when, when, when we used you for the last guy we got, I said, find me somebody who loves gadgets. Find me somebody yeah. who's a bit of a techie. And when I, when I show him something. See, I would have been great for that job. My cock has done that job fantastically. <laughs> you know? But, you know, this, is, this was me, you know, when well, I, yeah. I was 22 when I started in this industry. Yeah. So, you know, um, I, I was the, I was, I started in sales and then I went into marketing and I got excited when I saw a new, new screen. When the first, yeah. I mean, we didn't have the internet then. We didn't have uh, email, you know, it was, mm. it was a different world when we started and, I used to get excited when a supplier said, hey, we have a color display. We're going to send you a demo of yeah. a full color display. And I, I was seeing, I, I think we had, the company I worked for had one of the very first L, uh, desktop LCD monitors. I had it on my desk when mm. everyone in the office had a big CRT. You remember CRTs? The yeah, black, the green screens. Yeah. Huge, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had this LCD. People were coming over going, where the hell did you get that? It's no, like a no. laptop. But, <laughs> so, you know, I, I've yeah. always loved technology, and that, and that, I think is is in our industry. I absolutely all my team are like that. We all we're yeah. all we're all into gadgets. We're all also we're all petrol heads as well. But we're in the automotive yeah. market a lot, so yeah. we all love cars and and stuff. So, it's uh, yeah. I think I think that my advice would be embrace keep technology. Up. Yeah, yeah keep right. up. embrace technology. You, yeah. you can't just think, oh, I don't need to do that, and. Uh, some of the maybe the older generation guys that are running companies would have struggled in the last 12 months. They would have, you know, my, I always think of my father-in-law, he's retired now, but he's the guy that when, when he tries to FaceTime you, you see his ear on the, on the screen because he's, he's, he's done a FaceTime call and he's put it to his ear. So you're like, George, George, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's yeah. the only thing, you know, so it's, that yeah, is, you exactly. know. It, it, the change it, in the world. And I think the last time, I mean, I, what I've really taken from yourself, what you've said today is all this stuff around leadership, technology is all backed up by being an excellent communicator, which obviously you are, Mike. But that's, I think that's what you're saying is the most important thing for a leader, right? I try. I think, I think that's probably the, the most important the thing that I work the most uh, hard to, to do is, is to be a really good communicator because then I can get things done. It's yeah. difficult. It's difficult, you know, at the moment because... And it is frustrating at the moment for everyone. I'm sure yep. there's other leaders who may watch this who will say they don't know whether half their staff are actually working and people are not doing what they should be because they can't drag them into a boardroom and have a, have a word with them. And so, you know, it is difficult. I, I find it hard to, to, 
I'm quite impatient and I find it mm. hard to to stay calm and professional and, mm. and not lose it with people when they haven't done something because you can't see what they're doing. Yeah, the, that's right. Yeah. The separation makes it more difficult. So you've got to kind of work even harder at the communication side of things and, and yeah, to give people the benefit of the doubt first and, and really kind of... Uh, You've, you've got to double your efforts in, in communicating. You can't, I find that if I send an email to Hong Kong saying, can you do this for me? I need it by 10 yep. in the morning. More than 50% of the time, it won't be back by 10 in the morning. So at eight in the morning, I'm already chasing it. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I already know, you know. It's, you, a, it's, a, it's a tough one, isn't it? But yeah. So brilliant. Yeah, well, Mike, it's been great to speak to you today. You know, I've, I've, I've really enjoyed it. It's been great to find out about the... Uh, the world of displays and the world of automotive and, and and you know it's great to see a man i like i like to think of you when you're running your global empire going back if you're watching the video looking at this looking at the world map of the world behind you and uh, and planning it all well, i like traveling i like traveling yeah. so i got a, a big map of the world so that uh, i can look at all the places and teach my yeah. kids teach my That's kids right. You know, when I, when it started years ago when my daughter would say to me, I'd say, oh, I'm going on a trip and I have to go to um, somewhere like Guadalajara or something. Sometimes I have yeah. to go to the States or, you know, Mexico or something like that. And I'd say, I'm going. And then my daughter was younger and she'd say, uh, where's that? And I'd say, come yeah. on. Okay. That's so right. Yeah. I could, rather than just tell her, I'd, I'd show her. So now, well, now my, we can my look. son and my daughter both coming here sometimes. <laughs> and now we can look at places where we're talking to people on the video, can't we? So, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Thank you very much today, Mike. Um, and I, I, you know, here's to uh, being able to travel to see those places in the world in the future. Yeah, excellent. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you.